Hello, 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 and welcome to Scary Stories from Under the Stairs podcast. We are on episode number 13. 13. Guess what tomorrow, or well, I guess when you're all going to be hearing this, it's going to be the 13th. Spooky. Yeah. I mean, if it was Friday the 13th and the 13th episode, that'd be spooky. That'd be spooky. That'd be like, mm, but yeah, I guess it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Brielle just saw one of the show notes and was like, oh, no. Um, so, today I thought we'd do something a little different. <laughs> like, instead of doing an urban legend or a movie review or... What else have we done? That's it. No, or, like, lore. This one's more of, like, people's... Real accounts. Yeah, first-hand accounts. So, obviously, I didn't get any of these from the people that we know. So, I'd just like to give a shout-out to all you people on Reddit. I got two I got two of them from Reddit and one... Or maybe one from Reddit and two from Reader Digest. Something. Yeah, they're from Reddit and Reader Digest. So, just be... Yes. Yes. Do you have any spooky, scary Christmas moments? No. No? <laughs> I guess most people... Cool moments. So. Oh well, we're gonna do a whole what I the whole purpose of me doing this episode mm-hmm. was I would like our listeners to email us at scary stories from under the stairs at gmail.com their personal accounts, their per- personal paranormal no. moments, odd things that have happened to them, anything like that, so we can do a listener's story where we read their stories we can do it anonymously or we can say your name however you would like to do it so make sure you put your pronouns maybe we could do something like if you guys all comment on the video we could like pick one lucky person and we tell your story like no we need to do like three at least okay yeah three people so i would say yeah so make sure you email us at scary stories from under the stairs at gmail.com and then make sure you put your pronouns if you'd like your name to be on there and then obviously your story and any other notes and things you'd like us to say so i thought that'd be fun if we could like maybe try to do that like once a month maybe yes or if we have a shorter story like they'd be like we also have a listener story yes like as a little add-on i know i want to read that are you excited now to read these yeah I see, yeah i see the haunted christmas tree is this something you're interested in brielle i didn't really get to talk to her about it before we <laughs> before we started recording i so. was on call yeah she was on a call with taylor shout out taylor <laughs> i know she listens i hope we hope we'll be testing you hey girl hey girl um but i don't know is that something you're interested in do you like did you like that idea? Yeah, it sounds cool. I think it's cool kind of for Christmas. Especially. Or if you've been to any haunted locations, like took a tour or anything like that, that would be cool. Like we could hear your fa- firsthand account of stuff like that. And then we could do, obviously, in the oh, beginning. No. Oh, gosh. Pepper's back, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And I think it's cold out, so the sniffles are back. Just, just a pre-warning for all of those things. Thank you, Dad. Oh, thanks, Dad, for the gate. Yeah, we have a seven gate. Yeah, to keep Pepper out of here. It's got that bad. 
She's been in here a whole episode with us before. It was the last one, I think. Yeah, the last one. We was just, it was rough. We just had to roll through. We had to roll through. Ren joined us. Pepper joined us. Pepper joined us. Girl gang. Girl gang. Girl gang strong. Yeah, I want to read the first one. You want to read the first one? Yes. All right, well, let's get into it. Okay, this first one is called The Haunted Christmas Tree, and the author is Caitlin Williams, and this was in Reader's Digest. So this is her first-hand spooky Christmas mm-hmm. account. So this is her personal story. Yeah, and it starts off saying, My parents and I lived in a small ho- home that was around 90 years old. The year would have been 1996, so we lived there from the time I was 7 years old to the time I was 19. From the very day we moved in, I felt that I was not alone. In one year around Christmas time, I was having a friend spend the night. The heat had just shut off briefly, and she said that, and she and I were sitting in the living room watching television when the temperature dropped substantially. Substantially. I don't like that word. Sub? No. (laughs) As I rose to turn up the heat, the Christmas tree began to shake violently. Ornaments were falling off right and left, and she and and I were terrified. We ran upstairs and laid laid down on my bed. My white cat curled up with us, and my door was open slightly. When I gazed out the dark hallway, I was horrified to see a tall white figure run down the hall. I turned to my friend. She acknowledged that she had seen the exact same thing. She never spent the night again. Ever. It doesn't say that. It does not say ever. <laughs> Forever and ever and ever. That That's spooky. I was like, okay, like with the tree at first, but then to see the person. I need more information, Caitlin. Sorry, Do you have, sorry, Jalen. I don't feel like that sounds that real. I wonder if there was someone, like, she had a brother or something. Like, there wasn't enough information. That does not sound, like, scary at all. Sorry, girl. Sorry, girl, but... Just... No, I mean, I'm sure it was scary at the time, even if someone did set her up. Yeah. Um. Okay, do you want me to read the next one? Sure. Okay, this one is also from Reader's Digest... And the author is Arthur H. And don't know the last name. No, it just says Arthur H. So okay. it's probably the same idea as like how I said you, however you'd like to be called. Yeah. Um. So this one is called the figure in the recliner. What's a recliner? Like you know, like a lazy boy, like a chair. The kind that like you pull the lever and it leans back and it pops out. Do you remember on Friends with Joey and Chandler sitting there recliners and they watch TV? Um, yeah, kind of. Um, we don't have one. Um, I'm trying to think somebody who does. It's fine. Just get into it. Just get, just get into it. Okay. So, the figure in the recliner. My mother, to whom I was very close, passed away in 1964 when I was 17 years old. I left home that year and moved to on. And moved to Ontario from Nova Scotia. In 1969, I met a girl who I'm whom I will call Karen, and we got married in March of 1970. In December of 1971, we were expecting our first child. We were living in a small one and a half bedroom bungalow. There was a fireplace in the living room. My wife and I loved the fireplace, and we had it lit every night. It was Christmas Eve 1971, and we had just finished putting the gifts under the tree, and a nice fire gave off a beautiful glow. 
on the tree, one string of lights, which was supposed to be flashing, had stopped several days before. It was five minutes to midnight when the fireplace suddenly just went out, and the string of lights started to flash, and the other lights that were working stopped flashing. My wife and I were sitting on the floor, and it had become very chilly in the room. I looked over to my lazy boy chair, and a figure was sitting there. My mother, with a big, beautiful smile on her face. My wife, who had never met my mother, said she could see the same thing. This, he puts in quotations, ghost, never spoke, but just kept looking at me and my wife and smiling. At 12 midnight, the fire in the fireplace started up again, and the lights on the tree stopped flashing, and the others started flashing again. I looked over in the chair, and the ghost was gone. No matter what I did to those Christmas lights, they never flashed again. That's crazy. You're still... Look at you, Miss Skeptic. I don't know, like... Man, you're hard to please. What kind of ghost are you hoping for? I don't know, like, he's not scary. <laughs> what do you want? Them all to be terrified under their beds? She's giving me a nasty look. <laughs> all right, this one's a little longer. Do you want to split it up? No. You want me to read it? Yeah. And you just give me your side eye? <laughs> okay, this one is from Reddit. Um, I don't know who wrote it. I can see their little icon. I printed it, but it didn't put their name. It just has their little icon of what their avatar looks like. Cute. Cute. It's a little lady, and she's got dark eyes, and she's got, like, a Santa furry, like, headband hat thing on. It's cute. Let me see. Right there. Cute. Cute. Okay. So, the story goes. The first Christmas... Oh, wait. I forgot to say. I forgot there's some pre-story to this. So, I because I didn't print it because it was it was a lot. So, um, the this is a cousin who went to go to his cousin's house for Christmas Day. Like it'd be like if like you went to Uncle Rex's house mm-hmm. for Christmas Day. So he's going to visit his family on Christmas Day, and that family's other grandma had passed away. Does that make sense? Yes. So not their not their grandma, but the other grandma. Okay. So they're there for Christmas. The first Christmas following their grandma's death was like any other, really. My cousins were excited to open gifts and were up before sunrise. As they opened their gifts, stocking... I'm sorry. As they opened their gifts and... Rough one. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Starting over. As they opened their stockings from the man in red, their grandmother's rocking chair started rocking by itself. The kids were, of course, terrified. My aunt and uncle downplayed the whole thing and make, making some com- comment about the wind. Man, I'm having a hard time. As the sun came up that morning, things quickly returned to normal and the event was quickly forgotten. As the day went on, extended family came over for Christmas dinner, including, so he wasn't there for this part, now they're there, including my parents, my brother, and a two-year-old me. 
As, ki- um, as kids, we all played with the gifts Santa had brought us. As the sun set before dinner on the, one of the darkest days of the year, my cousins, my brother, and I all witnessed the smell of cigarettes appear in the air, and the chair once again began rocking on its own. My uncle, following the scared yells from us kids, burst into the room where he, I'm sorry, where we had all been playing. He saw the chair rocking on its own and didn't bother making any excuses this time. He flipped the rocking chair upside down and spoke aloud to what he believed to be the spirit of his deceased mother. He said, Merry Christmas, Mom. I love you so much, and I miss you so much. I'm glad you came to see us for Christmas this year. You have to understand that you died, Mom. I wish you hadn't died, but you did. I wish I could give you one last hug and kiss for Christmas, but I can't. The truth is, even though we love you, your presence is scaring my family now. You are free now. You can move on to what's next. It's time for your next adventure. We'll be here and we'll be okay. I love you, Mom, and Merry Christmas. He flipped the chair back over and the smell of cigarette smoke dissipated as quickly as it had arrived. And the chair, I'm told, never rocked by itself again. Spooky Grandma. How do you feel about that one? It was better. It was better? Sorry, guys. So that was your favorite one? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, I just wasn't spooked. Well, not all of them are spooky. They're just like, ooh. It just confuses me how they decided to write that like 20 years later. Um, well, we don't, I don't know what year that one was, but, you know, we didn't have... He was two-year-old. Two years old. Well, maybe he just read, that was probably a call for them to write it. I don't know. Why you gotta dig so deep? Just say, like, wow, that was a good story. Wow. (laughs) Gosh, you guys, she's the harshest critic. <laughs> okay, well, that's your favorite one, though? The one you just ripped on? What? Is that your favorite one? Yeah. <laughs> I did not rip on it. You did a little bit. How's my mouth? Um, I think my favorite one is probably the recliner. The one with that they saw the ghost in the recliner. They both said they saw it. The first one sounds more like someone playing a prank. The one with the yes. something white running down the hallway. A older brother in a sheet. Oh, something. That I'm sorry. Like when you're scared, then you're extra scared. You know what I mean? So you're like, ah, you're not really paying attention. Well, they were scared in the moment. Is what I'm saying. Wow. Okay. Well, that was lame. You made this episode just right to the ground. Real optimistic. You guys are going to have to try to scare me. Yeah, that's what we want. Let's do that. Everyone send in your scariest stories. Because I can just, you know me, Mom. I can just watch horror movies and just be like. (laughs) Well, I know, but horror movies are different than people's real accounts. 
I challenge you guys. Alright, I'm hoping you're all going to send them in. Now. <laughs> right now, send them right now. Right. Even though you can't hear it yet till the 13th. Um, but yeah, so yeah, please send it. Remember, scary stories from another stairs at gmail.com. I've only said it like five times this episode. Yes. Don't yeah. forget to rate us on wherever you're listening. Five stars, please. Brielle and I, you know, we want to be podcast stars. Oh my god, Brielle. <laughs> She's giving me, I wish I could take a picture. She's giving me the goofiest look. Um, and follow us on Instagram. <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting the countdown to Christmas next week. Are you ready for it? Yeah. We're going to do Krampus. But it's going to be a good one because we're going to have to do a movie, one of Brielle's famous movie reviews. (laughs) So we'll have to watch Krampus before next week. Is it spooky? Do do people Mm. die? Yeah. Oh, shnikes. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, no, I would... Is there a good ending? It's... I don't know. You'll, do people you'll get presents? Technically, I think so. Good presents? I don't know. Because I don't get my presents. I'm going to be mad. You don't get pre. You're not getting the present. I want the present. From... In the movie? No. What do you mean? Well, see, if it's a bad Santa... Is that is he a bad Santa? I guess you're gonna have to find out. Girl, are you admirable or are you impish? That's what we should do tonight, or like this weekend. We should watch. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to before next two next Monday. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, you know you want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at Cedar Point, guys, here's a story. Um, we were at Cedar Point, and we were like in a line, and then. My mom turns around, and I'm just giving her, like, a weird smile. So you look down, and you look up, and you smile. (laughs) All right. It's so funny. We'll catch you guys next week. Say bye. 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 And now for Ren's joke of the day. Um, why does Dasher and Dancer love coffee? Why, Ren? Because they are Santa Starbucks. Oh, my goodness.